You know, nothing that is worth, like that's going to help you grow feels comfortable. It feels uncomfortable. And it's what we tell our clients, which is like sometimes when they're investing and they're really stretching themselves, but that's what you, you know, you're doing something that you need to do. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard taking that plunge, but believe me, it's worth it. If you hire the right person, you're going to get on the next level, right? I don't think I, there's no one that I've met that has hired the right admin that has not went to the next level after they hired that admin. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome, everybody, to this session of Level Up. We are here with Nasma Ali, um, founder of One Group. Thank you. <laughs> uh, founder of One Group. I mean, I think all of you guys know who Nasma is. She is um, just an amazing team leader, amazing realtor, um, amazing business woman. And I think we all follow her on Instagram. Her stories are so, like, they just draw you right in. And you're so good at it. Um, and just so much education that you bring to not only your clients and the people that you work with, but also us in the industry. So thank, thank you for coming you. on. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. There's so many people that you could have asked to, to come and be part of this. I'm so honored. Oh, so I mean, this is kind of a, it's a cool twist on things, right? Cause people hear Nasma speaking, oh, are we going to be talking about Instagram stories? Like, yeah, well, right, wait a second, right. everybody, wait a second. <laughs> That There's a lot more layers to this onion. Yeah. There's so, more to me than just Instagram stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. honestly, uh, we, we get, and, and it's such a commonly asked question and discussion that's ongoing among realtors, new, old team leaders, all sorts of folks in the industry about the help they get, the help they need, yeah. understanding the process. And so we just really want to dive in. And we know that you've, well, I don't know the full story, but we want to learn more about you know, the journey you've had with assistance and, and different approaches you've taken. And hopefully we're just gonna talk it through. And everybody who's watching, obviously, like always, throw in questions in real time. We'll get to them oh, as yeah. they come in. I would love the questions because I feel like the question, I don't wanna be rambling on about something that's not really, you know, relevant to people or interesting or of value. So I would love, please, I mean, how many people are on here? 28, please, you know, whatever questions you have, because that's going to help us. We don't have talking points. We're really just winging it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, the journey, I mean, I think my second year is when I, or third year is when I got, I think it was the second year I hired someone. And I'm, I want to look back because I think a lot of people right now, maybe most people are thinking of hiring their first admin. So I think yeah. that's going to be much more um, of use to people that they can relate. Yeah. I remember when uh, I was like underwater um, and I was like, I could, I didn't have time to like really hire or look for people or whatever. So one good way of finding admins, I mean, I know we're going to talk about that later, but is uh, word of mouth and kind of like if someone... Talk to your mortgage brokers, the people that you use, talk to your, the lawyers that you use, people who want to see you succeed, people who have kind of a vested interest in you succeeding, they're going to want to send you quality people. 
So if they know someone, they're going to recommend a quality person, right? First yeah. person I hired was, I think it was like my second year. Um, yeah, it was the second year. And I was really slammed with work. I didn't have time to hire. I looked at Indeed and like all of those um, LinkedIn, whatever. And I was really overwhelmed because how do I know who's good? How do I know who's yeah. bad? And it's just like, exactly. you need to actually have the time to go through the CVs and, you know, interview people. And anyway, it was just too overwhelming. So a great way for me to find someone was, um, you know, I asked around and, and uh, again, that's one tip I would give is ask the people who are your partners or, you know, collaborators or whoever it is that you send business to, they're going to want to see you succeed. And they're, you know, if they know anyone, they'll, they'll send you people of like quality people. Yeah. So I found someone who through my mortgage broker, she connected me with someone. Um, and yeah, I interviewed them. And what was good for me at the time is that this is someone who and this is kind of another tip for someone who if you're slammed and you don't have time to train people, if you can find someone who's experienced and if you can find I mean, this person was actually licensed. So they mm-hmm. knew a lot. They used to be an agent, right? That was kind of a red flag for me if, if someone who was an agent, because my question is always, well, would you go back to being an agent? Because right. I don't want someone who's admin. And then and then after a few months or a year, they're in ha- happy and they want to go back to being an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure that, you know, why did they get their license, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so they were experienced. So that really helped me that it was like hit the ground running, right? They already knew a yeah. lot. And so the basic transactions, basic things I already knew how to do. So I didn't have to hold their hand through everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I mean, I dabbled in like getting VAs and it wasn't the best experience, but I have VAs now and they're incredible. I mm. love them. And it, it was just a matter of finding the right people. Um, mm. And I think uh, one time I hired someone and I was really, and this is a tip to people also, I was really, really busy. So I didn't really have time to train mm. and I didn't have time to micromanage or even manage at all. And so I just kind of told them, I'm like, Hey, just advertise. Like, I think they were working like 10 hours a week. I was just like, uh, I don't have, I can't, I don't have time to give you tasks right now or train yeah. you. So can you just post stuff on Kijiji? Cause in my mind, I was like, okay, that was at the time when you can actually get proper leads on Kijiji right now. You right. can't right? right at the time you could like create 10 accounts on Kijiji and, and you'll get leads from buyers right now. It's just for leases. But anyway, I told her, listen, post, send me the links, right. Just so that I know that you're posting every day. And this is my, I got burned because two weeks later, I was like, let me see. Cause I never really talked to her. I wasn't managing her cause I didn't have time. Let me see these links. So I clicked on one. I was like, this was posted 10 days ago. She's supposed to be posting every day. So oh obviously God. she was lying to me, but right. that's my fault. That's my yeah. fault. Right. So that's, you know, again, yeah. it's like, you need to, the best time to hire is when you're not slammed with work, like in your slow time, uh, maybe December, November, uh, August, July, because then you can really take your time and hire. And I remember the feeling I had when I hired the first person, it was mm-hmm. like a lump in my throat. I was just like, Oh my God, I, I, you know, you feel like very overwhelmed and anxiety that you're responsible for somebody else's yeah. livelihood. Right. And they're counting on you to be paying them 
there's no late payments. Like you got to pay on time and you have to, no matter what's going on with your business, you have to make sure that you're paying this person a stable amount every two weeks. And right. so that was very stressful for me at first. Cause I was like, you know, cause in this business, you're just like, what if I don't make this amount in six months? What if I don't, what if I'm going through a bad month? And so it is stressful. And I know a lot of people feel that way, where it's just like, you know, they, this business is up and down, you can't guarantee. So yeah. that's why I think if you're hitting a certain number, um, like at least 200, I would say, uh, then it makes sense to kind of hire someone. Um, okay. And also one piece of advice that I was given, I know some people are just like, they don't want to take the commitment, have a commitment of having like a full-time person or, you know, right. or salaried. And I got this advice from an agent friend of mine, he used to be my mentor. And he basically said, um, he said, uh, you're not going to find a quality person that's hourly based. Hmm. You need to hire a salaried person, like someone who wants that stability and um, commitment is going to be on a salary basis, not someone who's like temporary part-time hourly, right? Yeah. If you're looking for something, you have to be ready to pay for it, right? So that's, that's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we're going to get in a few questions. Yeah, there's a ton of, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I have a ton of questions, but let's, let's go to the ones that people are asking. Yes. So so Dennis was the best VA you have used, Nasma, who is the best VA you have used? Like, so do you oh. have like, over, like, do you work with overseas companies or like anywhere? Yeah. So I'll give you another tip. So, so <laughs> I, I so what, yeah, it's all the tips. I mean, um, this is, I mean, the VA that I have is um, they're in, there's, by the way, there's VA companies everywhere, right? Mm, like, yeah. and, and all over the world, really, these, there's people out there, right? Um, the company that I used was, um, they're in the Philippines. And the reason I use them is because a friend agent of mine had really good success with this company because they mm -hmm. found the diamond in the rough, which was like this person who was just so devoted, so hardworking. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you'll find those people. Those people are out there. And yeah. when you find them, you never want to let them go. Right. right. And, and that's kind of, you know, his situation, but that doesn't mean they're all the same. Right. Um, so anyway, so I, I hired a few from that company and uh, it was, again, it's one of those things like some people might interview well, but yeah. then when it comes down to, I would say really trust your gut. Um, yeah. But now what I do now is I don't hire from companies anymore. So what I do is that, so I have, I found this one solid person. She's amazing. And she has a huge network because she used to manage VAs. She's in the Philippines. She used to manage them. Mm -hmm. And so she has a very large network of people looking for work or VAs or whatever. And she's a good connector. And so she connected me. She had to find, go to EXP, darn EXP. So she went, she, she went to the EXP <laughs> for some like bigger role or whatever. Right. And so, and also the hours weren't good for me and her, but, but she connected me with one really quality person. And then when I needed another person, what I did, instead of going to a company, I spoke to this quality person and I said, Hey, who do you know? Who's just like you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then she connected me with someone who's also a friend who is just incredible and they're both the best. Right. And, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, you can start with companies and see what's out there. Um, but definitely don't just hire fast. It's one of those things like uh, hire slow, fire fast. Right. 
It's yeah, that took me a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That took me a while to like. It's it's hard firing For people, sure. but that's why you really need to make sure that who you're hiring is actually good. Um, yeah. But yeah, are there any other questions? Oh yeah, they're rolling in. I think Andrew built on something you said before, which is so true. I think this is going to be a theme that working with people who treat it like their own business and mm. people who, and you talked about that with the salary approach when somebody feels an accountability to the work and it's not just you know, post every 10 days and hope you don't find out kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That, that I think is going to be a consistent message to everybody and whatever they're looking for from oh, an yeah. assistant. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, that is one of those things. A lot of people are like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to pay. And, and the other thing is also pay. Right. I know that, I mean, you can yeah. tell me what your advice is. Like when I was hiring, the advice I was getting was, because the person I was hiring was kind of admin, but also like an operations person, right? They were in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the advice I got was 40000 a year. Right. Okay. But this person was licensed and experienced. They yeah. actually wanted way more than that. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't afford this person. Right. So I kind of found the middle point where I basically I think I, I offered like 50 plus a bonus for the first year to be a guaranteed bonus of like 10,000. Right. So yeah. so that because what they wanted was 60. Right. So mm -hmm. so I did 50 plus a 10K bonus. Right. And to, and to oh, shoot, I'm hearing an echo. OK, it's gone. But yeah. So to, for me, again, that that's a big amount like being responsible to pay someone 50,000, like basically 60,000 a year. And I know mm -hmm. you're always going to hear people that are going to come to you and be like, like I have a Montreal uh, friend agent. He's making like a million a year or something. Right. And I think we talked once about what we're paying our admins and he was like, what are you crazy? I'm paying 30,000 for mine. I'm paying 25,000 for mine. And it's just, you know, don't listen to people. Like these things are always going to affect you. Nobody knows yeah. what it's like in your position looking for, you know, a quality person. And let's not forget we're in Toronto. You can't mm -hmm. compare, yes. you know, the the salaries that your people expect in Toronto compared to Montreal. People right. come to Toronto because they want higher salaries. OK, right. and yeah. also the pricing here, our commissions are double the ones that in Montreal. Yeah. Right. So, I That's mean, yeah. it's one of those things. Try not to get listen to the noise. And listen mm -hmm. to really what you need to do. Don't listen to people saying, oh, what are you doing? It's so expensive. Why do that? Go the easy route. I mean, right now I have an operations person who's in like Toronto, right? Mm -hmm. But I have two VAs, right? Okay. And, and the goal is that I can, you know, you can hire, I can hire VAs as I need them for the tasks that I need. If I need one more person as the team grows, and then I can have someone managing the VAs. I don't need to be managing them. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to go off topic. I, I know it's like I limited time. But, yeah. Well, uh, are those full-time VAs that you have right now? Like it's yeah, one. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So the VAs that I have, there's one person. I mean, I, I think I started with a lot of them kind of like part-time at first. Like I think it was like 20 hours a week and just to kind of see how it's going. And as the work picked up and that's kind of like, the benefit is just that flexibility, you know, and if, and if the thing, thing something doesn't go out well, nobody's going to come and sue you for whatever reason as an employer, you know, we all know that's a risk. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, I have one person that's a uh, part-time 
and I have one person that's full time. And yeah. but the part time, I looked for someone who was willing to do full time. Because I know that as we grow, I, I want, you know, and my tip, I mean, listen, I can go on and on forever about VAs. There's so many things to talk about, like the time difference. There's a 12 hour time difference from here in the oh, Philippines, right? right? So 5 a.m. here is 5 p.m. there. Um, right. And so there's a lot of questions that I ask in the interviews because I want to make sure that this is not like a temporary thing where like, eventually the hours don't work for them anymore. And then they're like, Oh, this is not working. Right. I can't mm. do this. Like, you know, after going yeah. through all the training. Um, but uh, yeah, somebody asked if I give them the credit card numbers and stuff and like my accounting stuff. Oh my God. There's so many comments. I'm going to count yeah. on you guys to like, figure yeah, out well, the no, I, I think well, just building on that um, Daniel asked a good question is like, what are the differences between the tasks you give a VA and one that you give somebody that's here um, working like in person? Yeah. So, okay. So I have the operations person operations person. I basically tell him, I want you to pretend I don't exist because mm. that's the whole goal is that I'm not here, you know, managing what's happening here. Like, let's say they do social media, right? Yeah. I don't want to be the one looking on social media, making sure it's a good photo, high res, making sure the, the tags are good, making sure that it's been done. And like, he has to be doing that, right? He's managing them in a way. Um, right. And then managing, let's say if we have listings, each person is doing their task. I want him to make sure that everything is being done. I don't want to wake up in a week from now. And, and he's like, oh, no, we didn't book the inspector. It's like, he needs to make sure that everything again, pretend I don't exist, right. you know, because that's the ultimate yeah. goal for any agent really is that all the details are handled in the background while yeah. you can focus on next, 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 talk to people, talk to people, talk to people. Right. right. Um, and so I have him and then I have somebody else who uh, is salaried and is also in Toronto mm-hmm. um, and they do kind of two things. They, manage my database and my leads and the lead assignment to agents because what I found is that in a team it's hard for me I just you know I'll give you an example I think we had like 600 leads most of them are organic 600 leads in the past like two months let's say right so for me it's just hard like you can imagine like when we get those leads and I assign them I forget about them and I'm always like going on to the next And I feel like my brain was going to explode with the amount of like, you know, when you keep thinking about, oh my God, what happened to this person? I totally forgot about that person. I need to follow up. I need to see if they, what happened, right? Are they still in touch with these people? And you know, with agents, you always have to kind of be behind them, right? A lot of agents still need that push, still need someone to kind of follow up and see, you know, have you forgotten about this person? How's it going with this person? And so I felt like I needed help with that. So I got someone to basically manage those leads, call, you know, call agents, say, hey, how's it going with these people? Do you need more leads? Do you need less leads? Like what's going on? And so it's kind of like a sales manager role plus slash all of the accounting stuff. So Mm. they have access to my bank account, my credit cards, like every, everything. They, they are the liaison between me and the accountant. I don't even talk to my accountant. They talk to the accountant. It's just too Mm. much, especially I'm sure you guys know, like having a brokerage or being, or having a prec. Like when I had to transfer to having a prec, that was a huge pain because Mm. you have to transfer all your bank accounts. And then I have investment Mm. properties and it's just, honestly, it's a full-time job. 
And so, so that was, I have a whole human being dedicated to that, to that, like just that and the the leads. Um, And then, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I want, I need to like stop every time because like, I want to make sure that. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the questions are different versions of breaking down the tasks of yeah. what everybody does. So a VA would do what? What would the tasks of a, oh, like yeah. a, yeah. There's so much. I mean, what do they not do? That's, I think, the question. Okay, so they really <laughs> I do don't know. everything. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You know what? They do everything. And it's, I think it's a whole um, segment on, like, how to hire the right person. Um, yeah. That, that's, like, a whole other thing. And we can talk about, like, later. But um, what do they do? I mean, they will do um, listing agreements. Like, they'll draft the listing okay. agreement, the MLS agreement, um, like, the MLS form. You know what I mean? Like, the data yeah. form. Um, they do all of that. And then it's like sitting in web forms where I review it. Right. Okay. Review, review, review. Okay. It's all good. Um, and then after I review it, either I put in DocuSign if I'm in a hurry, but Mm -hmm. if it's during the day, like nine to five, whatever, uh, then I say, okay, good to go. They put it in DocuSign, they send it to the client. Okay. Okay. Um, if I have to write some last minute offer, like usually the agents are writing the offers for them, but if I have to write some last minute offer and I'm on the road, I can't do it. I'll ask them, uh, you know, can you please draft an offer? And again, I review it. Um, they input, I mean, they process all the deals from the, the, the team, right? So anytime a deal comes in from the team, you know how they have to send kind of like all the paperwork and, yeah. and so they send it to our admin and then our admin sends it to Remax, like the, the office and they process that. They, you know, figure out what the split is. They put it in our dashboard. We have a spreadsheet that kind of displays on a dashboard where we can see all the metrics and, you know, where we're at. So they input all that data into the, the spreadsheet um then i have somebody else who's the part-time person who's doing all of oh and like and other things right so like you know for example you know there's an event i forward it to mona and i say please register me for this and she knows like she'll register and she'll put on my calendar right right Uh, they also input leads right so if i'm replying to someone who emailed me saying hey nesma i want to sell i will reply to them and i'll i'll bcc my admin she knows that that means she's going to input the, this person in our database, right? Right. So, so it, they they basically input the leads that are coming to us, like the like our network, our database. They input those in the, the database as well, and they are tr- fully trained on the tagging and everything. It's it's like um, um, what's the word? It's like a factory where it's just everything has a process. Mm-hmm. And and if it there is no process, I don't just want to do a one off. I want to figure out okay let's figure out how we're going to, what's a checklist for this. Oh, and that's another thing we have like, um, Asana, which is a project management tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I mean, we use that it's, they go, they have checklists, they yeah. have checklists for everything. Right. Um, right. and then, uh, when I'm, when I'm trying, tra- trying to do now is that one of the, the, uh, VAs, they have, um, uh, they're doing only social media. They're doing it part-time, but that's very time-consuming. They know how to use Canva. They know how to post it on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, like you name it, right? Um, and that takes a lot of time, you know, mm-hmm. all the just and just list or whatever. Um, right. But now what I want them to start training on, they're, they're like she's super smart, um, is um, being kind of a listing coordinator. Meaning, you know, whenever we go to a listing, there's a lot of vendors and things that we need to co- coordinate and communicate between the client. And mm-hmm. it's very time consuming for an agent when you're trying to coordinate 
painters and, and, and like contractors and quotes and appointments and inspectors and cleaners. And so I want this person to kind of like start doing that as well, where they just in communication with the client and yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to circle back to talking about the paperwork part when there's, especially when you talk about the time difference, like if you've got someone 12 hours behind 12 hours ahead uh, first. So the first part of the question is, does that still work? Okay, when yeah. you've got stuff that's time sensitive, and when it is time sensitive, how does that work? And then the other part of that question is, where, well, what's the mechanism to get them the information they require to populate this stuff? So if you're doing, I don't know, a data sheet or a listing agreement yeah. or whatever, is there some sort of a, a system you've created on your end where you fill out some sort of form, send it off to them, and then they know what to do with it? Is that how you're working? Oh, with yeah. Them? Yeah. So, I mean, first off, uh, like how do they, the time difference is not really a problem because the people that I choose are people who are able and willing to work nine to five, right. Uh, or like nine to two or whatever during the day. Right. Because okay. otherwise it's just very challenging. Um, mm -hmm. They don't work weekends. They don't work evenings. And I don't expect them to, I want them to be happy. I will, you know, there's a reason a specific type of person wants to be in a more like nine to five role. They want a life. And that's okay. You know, we don't have a life, but we can't expect them to not want to have a life. Right. So, so, but I just, I so love and appreciate them. And they're like, if ever I did ask a question in a weekend on WhatsApp, like they'll actually respond, which I don't expect them to, but if they do, it's like, it's so nice, honestly. Yeah. And sometimes I see an email from them on a weekend, like, Oh, so sweet. Like, anyway, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's nice when you don't expect it. Right. But when they do do it, you actually appreciate that it was done. Um, but anyway, so that that's that. And then the other question about MLS, everything, like, I mean, listen, when we are looking at like the MLS data form, we usually use the, um, like the past, the history uh, on MLS, right? So I've trained them on how to search for that stuff. I've trained them on how to book showings because I used to, I was doing showings in the beginning and I trained them on how to book showings. If I'm do showing 10 houses, they know how to go on the map, uh, I mean, for some of you agents who are still working with um, like working with buyers, this is good, too. They can book all of your showings. There was a time when I mean, they go to the map. They look, OK, 15 minutes away. It's going to take you about like a half hour showing and then 15 minutes. OK. And, and, and then they would book it like from point usually from where I was in that time, if I was at my place or if I was in another meeting that's point A. So what's the closest thing to there? That's the first showing anyway. And then they send me an email with literally like the broker version of all the listings and a, kind of like a table or spreadsheet of address, uh, you know, lockbox, extra information, even the agent's phone number in case of emergency, right? If the thing doesn't work. Also, if it's vacant or not, because if I'm like running late and there's a tenant in there or an owner, I need to know to like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm late. If it's vacant, I mean, if I'm late, it's, it's fine, you know? Yeah. But anyway, the, the, and, and there was a time when I was so busy, I didn't even know where I was going. I would just get in my car and I look, okay, point A, drive, drive. That's it, drive. I don't need, and, then, and then while I'm in there, I look at broker version, the link. I open it up and I see like, okay, this is, you know, the information, this is how much this house is and everything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so for MLS that they're trained on, but the key is really to review everything, right? You can't just depend on, yeah. you can't, right? No. So, no. 
I mean, I'll review everything. And even when I review, I mean, I've seen the house. Sometimes I forget. So we give it to the client. Then the client says, oh, you have to change this and that. So, I mean, it's fine. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so they're like, they're, they're amazing. It's, it's so helpful. And I'm, I'm sure some people, I mean, I feel like it's, nobody has asked how much, right? Do you guys care to know how much? Like, for yeah. VAs? <laughs> I do. Like taboo. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it really depends on, guys, come on, more, more questions, like, you, you're there's 40 people there has to be yeah. more questions than that well so, Andrew Andrew asked how you how do you hold your admins ac- accountable I don't know if that's something oh, yeah. that you have to do um a lot oh, yeah. of or I guess with the training it it yeah less. yeah it's such a fine line because on the one hand you don't want to be an annoying manager and mm-hmm. micromanage where to the point where they feel like you don't trust them right, right. um and I just feel like it's one of those things where I hire it, it again, it goes back to the initial interview and hiring the right person um, and having trust that they're doing the work they're supposed to, you know, keep in mind also like sometimes their internet is not perfect. That's by the way, that's another tip why it makes sense to maybe hire like two different VAs or two part-time VAs instead of one person, because if their internet is down and that happens in that part of the world, right? Mm-hmm. If their internet is down, what are you going to do? And you're like slammed and you have things and you know, you have a listing that's going live that day. Like, you know what I mean? So, so it pays to have like two people cause it's kind of like a backup person. Right. And, and to make sure that they're both trained on the same thing, even they both, ha- even if they both have their separate uh, tasks. So how do you hold them accountable? I mean, in my case, I have my uh, operations person who is monitoring. He knows what they're doing, right? He, they, there are deliverables. And, and by the way, everybody is working from home. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by the way, that's another thing. I've never had an office where I'm going into the office and my operations are even before Corona where mm-hmm. people were in front of me working. They were right. always at home. I remember my last person that worked um, with me for about two years, the person that was recommended, mm-hmm. we were so slammed. He was working, he was a hard worker from nine to five, nonstop, like, like my inbox was just filled with emails. It's like, I would, let's say I'd be, everybody slammed. I'd be slammed and then I'd finish a meeting, let's say an hour later and I look at my inbox. You know, when you look at your inbox, and it populates. And then when I see his name, I'm like, everything's taken care of. Like it's all taken care of, you know, it's handled, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't need to worry. Um, Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, how to hold accountable. If you feel like they're not doing the work, it's also could mean that you haven't given them enough tasks to do. Right. If they're just like, not, if you feel like they're not doing anything, maybe they don't have enough to be doing. Um, Yeah. And also another thing that I'll give you a tip is um, it's a good tip. I mean, okay, the hell. Oh, one sec. Let me just see. Okay. Yeah. A good tip to uh, for, for like, if you're going to hire someone is uh, what I had like admins do from the beginning is especially when kind of when they start like the first ever person, I said, you know what, let's create a, a manual. Okay. So like a training manual, right. Um, ideally with video, because it's so much easier watching a video or a screen capture of how something is done rather than reading. Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So I I try to do that for every task. Right. And so uh, because then if, again, if you're thinking about scaling and like, if you want to hire more people, it's easier to, to, to do that rather than to have like 
train mm-hmm. one by one, everybody. So there's a manual. I mean, usually we have a manual for everything. Um, and also we communicate with each other. I mean, this is, these are, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sarah Locken, who mm-hmm. is of North Group from North yeah. Group. She's their opera. She's incredible. I love yeah. her. She's mm-hmm. a wealth of knowledge. And I've actually went to her so many times for advice and help and tips throughout all these years. She's just mm-hmm. She's really smart and she knows what she's doing. And anyway, so she helped me. I mean, I watched also there. I think you guys had that, right? Was it you? I don't know. Or was it their own Facebook group? I remember they had like a systems uh, kind of. And so they do the same thing, yeah, which I is like they, they have a they have Asana for checklists and things like that. And then they have, uh, well, we use um, uh, Slack for communication yeah. within our team. Uh, so every time you have a channel, which is like a listing, it's easier to communicate between all of us because we know what's happening. We have a channel for social media. We have a channel for lead management. We have a, a channel that's just like operations general. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, the, 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 the costs, I didn't really say, I mean, some companies will charge you like $10 Canadian. Uh, some will do $8 Canadian. Uh, I'm paying them directly. So it's, it's kind of like, you're looking at, I mean, four or $5 is really low. Uh, I mean, you could be five to $6, let's say. Um, that's kind of like what you would be paying uh, someone maybe in the Philippines and in India, same thing, I think. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then the language, I mean, they have perfect English. Again, it goes back to you like interviewing, right? Yeah. Not everyone is going to have perfect English. A lot of these people, People, by the way, are educated, university educated. Um, and uh, uh, anyway, that's one of the questions I ask. I mean, I have like a very specific, like, I, yeah. I ask a lot of questions in the interviews. And usually it's not just one interview. You, you know, I kind of try to take my time. I get mm-hmm. Carl, my operations guy, to speak to them first. If he likes them, then I speak to them. Then I might have another interview. And then one tip I, I got from Sarah, which I love, is that I... Um, I may, I, I get them to do a test. Mm-hmm. It's an online test. And actually that really helps because my pet peeve is grammar and people not knowing how to spell stuff, right? Yes, like there or him. there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's such I'm a pet you. peeve that I have. And so, and I just feel like, you know, if you're, you have, have a certain level of, uh, you know, and for client facing, you have to be at a certain level and I don't want an email full of mistakes. It just doesn't look good. So uh, that's one of, you know, that might not be something important to you, but for me it is important. And so I want them to have a test and they might be the best, but if their spelling is like 60%, 50%, it's a no. Mm -hmm, Okay. So, so no matter how much I love them, right. No matter how great they are and friendly and everything. um, But uh, what kind of, yeah, they're asking like (laughs) what kind of tests. I mean, if you go online, there's a bunch of like websites that will offer a test. I think it's like 10, I think, no, no, sorry. I think it's like $20, maybe a US or something, but per test, you could just pay per test and you can choose what kind of like, what kind of test do you want? Do you want a math test? I mean, for them, they're not really going to use math. They know basic math. Right. right? But uh, for me, it was just like, I need like spelling and kind of maybe logic and some other things. Um, And um yeah, so so I was going to okay. say something else about the testing, but yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, one more thing. I don't know if you guys believe in it. Like in Keller Williams, they were really big on this. The yeah. disc profile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did so, that recently. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, sometimes you can speak to someone and you can get what they are. Um, yeah. And for me, if if they're a D, no, thank you. I don't want D. 
yeah it's just like i think barbara brindle at rematch was like there's only room for one d in this yes room. like this right. you know what i mean exactly so, um you know and again it's one of those things that it's just again personality i i'm not huge on i i is like you know someone who's chatty and talkative and for me i just feel like yeah it's pleasant but are they going to get the work done or are they going to be mm-hmm. bored with the work and they just want someone to chat with? Right. right. I don't want that. Yeah. I want yeah, someone who's doing role. the work. You, yeah. you shouldn't be hiring someone who's you. You don't want yes. a you. You want right. someone who's not you, right? Yeah. That's why you're not doing this. You're not good at it. Okay. Yeah. You need someone who's organized. You need someone who's like methodical. And yeah. so the best uh, profile is SC really, or CS or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and again, some people might interview well, but, you know, when you give them the test or, you know, when you talk to them again, or when you ask them some questions, there's just like maybe a red flag, follow your gut. I really mm-hmm. believe in that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you were going to ask something else. No, I just go and uh, Dennis asked, how do you invoice right off the VA as a business expense? Oh, I just, I mean, I pay through pe- uh, PayPal. And I just send it to my account. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. There's no HSD. That's another thing. Like there's no 13%. I'm just like paying that flat Canadian fee and that's it, you know, but. um, So so can I, I, I'm going to bring it back to, I'm sure a good chunk of the people watching don't yet have an assistant, have never had an assistant. And they're really curious about diagnosing when the time comes, like, when do I make that jump? How do I know that I'm in the weeds to the point that I should look for one? Or is it the moment I think I'm in the weeds, that's, you know, red flag number one. Yes. That's Um, a good point. That's well said. Yeah. So is that what you would say to them? If people are really at the point where they're saying to themselves, I love everything you're saying. I'd love someone to help me, but I don't really know if I need, need it right now. Like, what would you say? Is it better to do it before you need, need it so that you never get to that point? hundred percent. I mean, honestly, if we're going to look at numbers, I just feel like once you're at 200, 250, you definitely need someone, you know? And the other thing I see, you shouldn't see this as an expense. You should, you should see this as an investment because when you're going to pay someone to take off your plate, all the things that you should not be spending time on, uh, you're going to actually do more business. You're not going to feel overwhelmed. Like there was the time when, when I had a new listing, I, I almost felt overwhelmed more and stressed more than happy Mm -hmm. about getting the listing. I felt like, how am I going to do this? Like, Oh, I got to go home. And if you're doing paperwork until 11 PM, Mm -hmm. you need an assistant. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing paperwork until midnight. You know, there's a lot of tasks. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you need to pay someone who's good at at doing that and you can focus on other things. And is this, you know, calculate what your 250 or what your 300, what your GCI is per year. You know, what's your hourly rate? 500 bucks? Like, why are you doing a 20 an hour uh, job? Why? That's yeah. not a 500 an hour job. That's a 20 an hour job. Right. right. Um, I mean, it's the same thing for people who like want to stage the house as well, or they want to, you know, spend time when the photographers that like, why, why let, yeah. let the person who's, you know, if you trust them, let them do their job. You don't need to be, we don't need two people there. Like you can spend that time generating leads and getting more business. Right. And, yeah. and that's going to help you more. Uh, I really, I'm such a strong believer that if you have the right people in place, you can focus on what you need to do and you can grow. 
You know, if you don't have the right people in place, then you can't grow. And you're always going to be stressed about what they're doing. What are they doing? Are they even working? Like, you know what I mean? You just don't have the right person there. But, um, but take the plunge. It's never going to be easy. There's never going to be a time where you're going to be like, I am so comfortable hiring someone for 50K or 60. I want to give my money away. Let's you're never going to feel that. On the phone right now. Yeah. Like you're, you're always going to feel stressed about it. You're always going to feel, oh my God. But it's the same thing that we tell our clients, by the way, you know, nothing that is worth like, that's going to help you grow feels comfortable. It feels uncomfortable. And it's what we tell our clients, which is like sometimes when they're investing and they're really stretching themselves. But that's what you, you know, you're doing something that you need to do. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard taking that plunge. But believe me, it's worth it. If you hire the right person, you're going to get on the next level, right? I don't think I, there's no one that I've met that has hired the right admin that has not went to the next level after they hired that admin. Unless, unless you're hiring the admin to take it easy poolside and just do nothing. Right. right. If you're yeah. if that's what you're hiring the admin for, that's good for you. Just don't expect to get on the next level. Right. But right. Uh, but that's, you know, yeah, that's it. But some yeah. people listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people like my purpose in getting a whole bunch of people in place when I tell Carl, like, imagine I'm not there is because I want to have times where I can spend with my kids and not have to worry every little detail. Right. Like I want someone who's just look combing through our website every few days and be like, oh, no, 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 this shouldn't actually be there. We're combing through all social media. Oh, we need to change this. We need to improve this. You know what I mean? Instead of me doing that and always stressing about like, what do I need to check? What do I need to look at? Right. Yeah. So anyway. No, that's great. Right. So, yeah. okay. So we're going to finish up. I know Jessica had a couple oh, of questions no. that were really good. That was but so no, we fast. Oh. Yeah, we could keep going, we but I want to, I want to be respectful up. of your time. So <laughs> I'm, um, I'm good if people are good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll finish up with these last couple of comments. If anybody wants to come in as well with, you've with got people, comment. you've got people operating as if you're not there, so you don't need to be exactly. There. I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm That's totally good. good. That's why we're here. Okay. So Jessica asked, as you grow, do you find a balance for the assistance to help the team or are they more operational overall? For example, are you providing assistance that book all the showings for all of your team members? No. And do you have anyone working over the weekend or evenings? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, if you want, by the, by the way, that's another thing. If you feel like you really need someone on in evenings and weekends, you can find, again, someone who's willing to, to do those hours. And yeah. that's why, again, going back to like um, VA is good because they, they do, you know, that's a good hour for them because it's during their daytime. Um, and uh, for showings. No, but that's, I always feel like that's something that I'll offer if they, they reach a point where they're very busy and they're too busy and they're overwhelmed. And we've had like those times during spring and whatever, where, you know, some agents are just like, they're the top performers, you know, I'm not going to do that for agents who can't even lead generate. And they're, they're not even, you know, why, why? Right. So, I mean, you know, I went through that. So it's like, you can go through that, but if, you know, some of the agents might be, you know, top performers and they're over, like they don't have time for these little tasks. Yeah. I might help and be like, you know, don't worry, we'll draft the offer for you or we'll, you know, book that showing for you. Don't worry about it. Um, but, but we don't do that. We have like 11 agents. It's hard to be like offering that to everybody. And I feel right. like that's a good incentive to offer for agents, which is like, listen, if you reach a certain level, you know, we'll have an admin do these mm -hmm. tasks for you. Right. And if yeah. you can maintain that level. Right. So yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, Daphne asked, why do so many agents go through so many admins? <laughs> uh, well, I guess you're not yeah. asking the right question. I think might, part of that, yeah. Yeah, the answer a lot of that. was finding a fit. Now, I, I guess there's a question for you, though. Like, where do you balance? Obviously, the, the gold standard is finding someone who fits with you personality-wise and someone who's capable of doing the work to the standard that yeah. you want. Would yeah. you say, if you had to weigh the two, assuming absolute perfection isn't out there, someone wants an assistant, Would should they put more stock into someone who's a really good personality fit, both from maybe a DISC perspective, like you find a good SC who does the work or someone who kills the work and is manageable, right? Like where, where would you take your priority or does that depend on the person? I mean, it depends on the person because some people want, and also it depends, is this person in place, like in, in, in Toronto, uh, right. like that uh, yeah. you're going to be if calling and talking to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you might want someone who's, but honestly, for me, I would sacrifice personality Mm-hmm. for someone who's going to get the job done yeah, you know sure. and someone that you trust yeah. and you can rely on right the like relying on someone is huge for me um and and there was another thing too like I just feel like sometimes some people like I'll tell you another thing like I've had uh, one person that you know they do their nine to five after that they just kind of feel like they don't want to be bothered mm-hmm. right I'm not saying hire someone who has an attitude like personality is is important to a certain point. They don't have to be your best friend, right? Or like the person who's just going to give you compliments. Oh, you're amazing. You're this, you're that. Maybe some agents like that for their ego, but like, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you know, what? when I say not personality, obviously I don't want to work with someone with an attitude. I don't want to work with someone who's just like snapping back at me or like talking back or questioning or, you know, I, I, of course we're not talking about that. But at the same time, um, the attitude counts a lot. And if you treat them well, um, they're going to want to, they're going to, and if they feel like there's some sort of extra maybe compensation later for that type of behavior, you know, if you ask them for something in a weekend, they're going to be responsive. Don't expect, like, if you're going to pay someone's salary, 50K, 60K, whatever, don't expect that they're going to want to be at your beck and call on a Saturday, Sunday, every weekend. That doesn't mean they're not a team player. If they're not that person, they're not getting your 200, 300 K like you're getting paid, you know, a lot, like they're not getting that amount. So don't expect them to be working like you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but I do feel like if they are completely unresponsive on evenings and weekends, I'm not talking about VAs. I'm talking about like, if you're paying someone salaried where there's like a vision, like, you know, you're part of something big, we're going to grow. You're going to become manager. You're going to become director. You're going to become whatever. Um, I feel like it's not that I expect, but it would be nice if, if in the one time you need them in that weekend, they do respond. They want to help you. They're Mm -hmm. not like, sorry, I'm not on my computer. Right. Like yeah. the attitude is different saying somebody saying like, sorry, I'm not on my computer versus someone saying like, Ooh, I'm just out. I'll get it for you in a bit. Like it's a different like yeah. attitude completely. Right. Mm-hmm. The first one is that someone that doesn't give a shit about you doesn't really mm-hmm. care to help you and is almost like, how dare you interrupt me, you know, on a weekend. So mm-hmm. anyway, but I mean, I've had, uh, yeah. Yeah. And also <laughs> oh, you want cool. someone who can learn fast, right? I mean, listen, I'll just say quick, quick for the training, like the, some of the questions that I asked, I mean, 
I, I asked them, I, I'm sure you can Google, you know, a bunch of questions that you can ask, but some of the things that I like to know is what did you like most about your last job? Because mm-hmm. if they're going to tell me, oh, I love the people and talking to the people. And for me, it's like, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and if they say, and, and I also ask, what did you hate the most about your last job? That's different than just, you know, and if they tell me, oh, it was just tedious. And I'm like, man, this work is tedious. Like the work that you're going to be yeah. doing is tedious. You know, <laughs> I don't want someone who's going to think stuff. it's boring and, and I tedious. I had to read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to read. But, you know, like things like that. Or, or for example, another thing I, I ask them is kind of like, you know, do you have any obligations? Do you have someone who, you know, do you need to take care of anybody? Maybe their kids are grown. And I mean, spe- speaking specifically about the Philippines, you know, um, it's good that if they if they need the money, because then they they will like if they need to support their family, you know that they're not going to just at the slightest inconvenience, they're going to leave the job. Right. They're people who are hardworking and they want a job. Right. Yeah. And if Absolutely. they say and also you ask them, like, what's your goal? You know, if their goal is to be an agent, you know, or if their goal is, oh, I want to be like, you know, a teacher or a social media manager or have my own business. As soon as someone tells me have my own business for me, it's like, I don't want to want an entrepreneur. Mm. Like that's, you know, at any moment, they're just going to pack up and leave. Right. So again, it's just longevity. And, and, and also I just, I I like to know what are the things that they enjoy, you know, what are your best traits? Right. So sometimes they'll say, I'm a fast learner. I love when they say that when they say they're Mm -hmm. a fast learner or, it's not bullshit because not everybody says they're a fast learner. You know, yeah. some people might be like, uh, I don't know, oh, I'm on time or whatever. Right. But some people yeah. don't say I, I actually look for people who say they're fast learners because then, you know, they get it because mm-hmm. you're on like 100 miles an hour and yeah. you want people who just get it, get it, get it, get it. You say, hey, please do this. Please do that. Like, it's brutal when you're trying to explain every every detail and like spoon feed information. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, the one thing we did with uh, our, when we were looking for an admin was um, in, we asked in the subject line to say, it was like the most random thing. It was something like, it was, was it profane? I finally found my peeps. I found my peeps. Yeah, Um, I found my peeps is what they had to send us in their application. Right. And that just, because we wanted somebody that was detail oriented. And so if they didn't read through the whole job description, they wouldn't have seen Uh, that requirement. So 90% 90% of people did not put that did in. Not. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah, no. yeah. And that's yes. how we weeded out everybody just because oh, we, yeah. we need a detail oriented person. We can't have somebody that's going to miss, yeah. miss things. Cause that obviously we know that's part of the well, job. It's, it's like detail oriented. Yeah. 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 Spelling mistakes, things like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's gotta be a focus. There's so many people who want jobs and who want to apply and you need to be able to weed people out as much as you need to be able to find the right oh, person. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I remember yeah. the red flags you're talking about. It's so important for you as an interviewer to be looking for those things as well. Like I remember when, when I hired at the football team and people would, appri- uh, would apply there, everyone would say, when I say, why do you want this job? I'm passionate about football. I'm like, okay, well then buy a ticket. That's not what I'm hiring <laughs> for. You know what I mean? And, but, but they think that people say what they think you want to hear. Like you said, yeah. oh, I love people. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm, a leader, yeah. I'm a team player. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, cancel yeah. all that out and let's get to the meat of what you are and what I'm looking so for. So true. So yeah, you're bang on with really looking for those buzzwords and things to see oh, if they're yeah. hitting home with what you're actually looking for. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I think like how you started out, it's like, you're the type of person, like you are so strong at what you do and it's all sales and meeting people and ha- making new connections. And I think 
a lot of us, if we really take the time to audit what we do in our day, I would say at least 50% of that is social media, um, doing listings, like the paperwork, all of that kind of stuff. And just imagine if you could take, you know, 50% of that and and bring it over to somebody else so that you can focus 100% of your attention. It's just like, and that's why you go to the next level. It makes so much sense, Mm. but I feel like a lot of people feel that like it's something's holding them back. But I think what you've provided in terms of like the advice and just going out there and it's going to be uncomfortable um, is great advice. So hopefully that pushes people to kind of take their business to the next level. And and it's even when like even email templates, like honestly, everything that you do all the time, make Mm -hmm. a process for it. And that's it. Now it's set in stone. They like, a closing email, a congratulations email, you know, why are you doing that stuff? Mm -hmm. Get someone else to do it. I know some people that have a fake assistant. It's not a real one. They have a fake (laughs) Gmail account and they actually send it from the assistant's name saying, congratulations, John. Here is the, it's a, it's them. It's them. They're sending it from a fake Gmail to pretend they have an assistant because it looks good. So for me, it's like, why don't you Get an assistant, right? Because it's going to look even more proper in front of clients when you have like a proper establishment, a business, you're running a business, right? You're not just like a one person show. Nobody wants to, you know, that nobody wants like that one person show. They want to feel like everything is is organized. But um, how large is your team? Yeah, we're about like 12, uh, 12 agents and four, let's say staff, four people, uh, uh, working staff plus like a stager. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. People liked it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So one last question, like what is your vision for one group in the next five years, 10 years? What do you see? Uh, man, that's so hard. Honestly, it's so (laughs) hard because I just, I kept wanting to like, uh, since the beginning, it's just one of those things where I just want to, I don't want to just, I just want to take like leaps and leaps and leaps. I felt like I got into this business when I was older, like I was like 34 and I mm-hmm. felt like I have no time to waste. And I still feel that way. I have no time to waste. And maybe because I'm Arab, I just have a very morbid, like I'm, I always think I'm going to die tomorrow. And so for me, it's like, I just trying to build as much as I can for like my family, my mom, my kids, my sister, like mm. everybody. So that if I'm gone, like everything is like good. And like, you know what I mean? It's good for them. Uh, so, I mean, the goal is just to keep uh, growing. It's that's one of those things I don't want to, a lot of agents are just like, you know, I want to hit this and then I want to just take it easy. And that's totally good. I wish I could be like that because then I can turn this off. And just relax and spend time with my kids. Uh, But really the goal, to be honest, is to be able to spend time with my kids. And so I'm trying to have this become a well-oiled machine. And it's a work in progress, really. Um, And and for it to kind of run in the background um, and have like give more to agents, give more to staff and to the people. and, uh, and, And again, it goes back to trusting. I don't micromanage anybody on the team, no mm-hmm. one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and again, it goes back to like, I hired the right people who I really trust and love and everything. And, and they got this, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't have any work and, and I'm, you know, I don't hear from my, my people like for a few hours, I'm not gonna be like, what are they doing? Like, okay, but when we have work, they're working round the clock, like, you know, if we don't have work, that's my, that's on me, you know, like I need to like think of something, brainstorm, hey, let's focus on this, let's do this, right? It's not a matter of like, I'm paying them for this time, like, you know, if you don't, because that's the thing when you have, when you're an agent, your work is up and down. When Mm -hmm. it's down, 
like I'll give you an example. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm like you guys are done. No, but no, no. This is I'll great. You- I am loving okay. this. <laughs> okay, good. I'll give you an example. Like when things are slow in December and November, when it's starting to get slow, there are so many things. Don't think about this where it's like, oh, no, I'm paying these people. They're going to do nothing, right? No, they're not going to do nothing. There's so much that you could be doing. Like, for example, th- come up with an email of writing reviews go get your admin to figure out like I can easily tell my admin hey please tell me who are the people like cross-reference who were my clients from this year last year that didn't write a review right Mm -hmm. okay now I'm gonna write a nice email please send this to every single person individual like where it looks like it's individual send Mm -hmm. it to each one so that we can drum up more reviews right um like let's say I want to clean up the database right like or or I want to start like tweaking my templates, like my email templates, right? Or I want to tweak my process or, or I want to think of like a client event. There are so many things that you can be doing in the slow times, right? Um, That can help you. And and you just need to like, think of brainstorm ways that you can give them tasks to be busy in those times. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And sometimes again, like, they might have some talents that you're not, you didn't know they had. And now you realize you can give them more to do, mm-hmm. right? Like more than what you, in those slow times, it's good because you can actually um, reevaluate, look at your business, clean up some stuff, improve yeah. on other things, things that you have been neglecting for the longest time. You can finally like start focusing on it. Um, yeah. But yeah. And yeah. I'm assuming that would be a good time to hire an assistant too, potentially. Like oh, if you're yeah. looking to train somebody, yeah. Like oh, definitely. Yeah. But I know how people are, you know, people like in November, December, when things are slowing, especially in the beginning, when you first start to make real money in yeah. the beginning, when it's slowing in November, December, you're panicking. You're like, oh my God, is this how it's going to be next yeah. year? So I feel like no one will be able to make that commitment and, and, and get a salaried person and, and expect that in January things jump back. Um, but I think if you're making consistently a certain amount, like there's people that I talk to and I'm like, how are you doing? Why are you doing this on your own? Why? Like they're learning the database. They're learning like why you shouldn't be doing this. You know, they're sending emails out to their clients saying whatever, like, this is something that you need to like get someone else to do. Right. And um, even comps sometimes, even comps, like if you teach it, honestly, like if you have smart people and you teach them Mm -hmm. things or specific things, like let's say there's an email that comes to me, you know, I'll, I'll tell them like, uh, Oh, and then like, if I need to do a zoom link or if I need to like invite a bunch of people, or if I have team meeting, please invite them, please do this, Mm -hmm. please hook up my zoom link. And like, it's all done in the background. Right. Um, yeah. I was going to say like, even comps, like, let's say somebody asked me like, Oh, can you tell me like what I can rent my place for? I literally tell them, Hey, please pull up all the one plus dens leased in this year, all the one den leased in this year, put in a draft in my email. That's it. Yeah. Cause now it's in a draft. Now, even if I'm on the go, you know how like mm-hmm. you can't get the nice looking button. You can't yes, copy that I on your that. phone. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. And then you have the so ugly annoying. signature. You have the ugly signature on oh, your yeah. phone when you yeah. have a new email. Especially for you, a client. So, like, yeah. I, I'd say, please put it in my draft, right? Yeah. It's not because you're lazy. It's just like yeah. you know, you you're on the road. You can't. Yeah. So, so they they put on my draft, and then I I just type up the email. Um, right. But yeah. So I mean, it, it's one of those things. You're still going to be included. Oh, that's good. You're still going to be involved. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's still your touch. You can't <laughs> expect someone to. And they're not copywriters either, right? Like, if I know some people that have a copywriter. They have a copywriter, mm-hmm. they have a graphic designer, they have, I know people who don't even have agents, they mm-hmm. just have staff, 
Right. And they're a one man <laughs> show or one woman show and they're yeah. doing all the pre-cons, right? So they're not even doing showings, right? So they're doing pre-con and, and they have like five, an army of staff that is doing everything and they don't right. even need agents, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you, there's so much you can do and it really depends on what you want to do. Do you want to be yeah. managing uh, people? But uh Yeah. It's uh, wow. there's so much to talk about. I'm just thinking about all the things, like all the times that we you know to, you get burned. And this this, yeah. this could be oh, a, yeah. a mini series. This Seriously. is this is just part one. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is like a Netflix one. mini series that we're gonna. <laughs> oh, totally, though, but there's, there's so there's so many lessons that you're giving people, and I hope you yeah. know for people who joined us late, this is recorded, so you'll be able to watch it later. You can send follow up questions that I'm gonna put Nasma on the spot and say she will <laughs> answer. Say one more thing. Send questions later. Yeah. yeah, I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more thing. Oh, you know what? I'm trying to make this thing where. You know, I love my VAs so much. I told them, like, listen, for you to make extra cash, if you have a good friend who, you know, let's say a friend of mine is looking for a VA, if you want to recommend a VA, uh, mm -hmm. they'll give you like a hundred bucks Canadian for that referral. Instead mm -hmm. of getting a company to be taking extra per hour, you can just get a direct person that okay. is trusted, right? So, I mean, it's not like they know a hundred of them, but maybe that could be, if you want, you can tell me and I can figure it out. If, if they find someone, I can connect you. Um, but I was going to say something for the contract. Oh my God, guys, try to get like, you know, when you sign a contract, when you hire someone, not a VA, but when you hire someone in person in Toronto, there's a lot of laws and it's so easy to get sued. It's so easy to get sued for anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so please get it's worth it it's worth it get a lawyer ideally an employment lawyer let them help you maybe if you have a contract from your broker of record or from whoever that has or office manager that sent you a sample contract that's fine please mm -hmm. take it send it to an employment lawyer what's that going to cost you 500 bucks whatever okay at least you're protected and make sure that it's a solid contract right um same thing if you're firing firing is a whole other session be careful right that's a whole other thing you can get sued you know the way you fire someone if you if you do something like and there's such a thing as a release form right you, you need them to sign that release like there's just a lot a lot and you're in over your head we're not we didn't go to school for this we didn't study university to be you know um, entrepreneurs or managers or you know business owners or hiring people I studied engineering, like has nothing to do with sales, has nothing to do with managing people, has nothing to do with hiring and all the like repercussions of firing. I just had to go through hell to learn all these things. And it's painful, but that's, you know, that's what real estate and having your own businesses is painful. It's yeah. tough. You're going to cry. We love it. <laughs> that's that's how we love it, right? Yeah. Well, we yeah, always we it. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so just be careful, be safe. Uh, it's not worth taking shortcuts. Speak to an employment lawyer, and yeah, that's what I would awesome advise. That's, advice. that's right. Yeah, and everybody needs help somewhere in their business right now, even if it's a little beginning for someone. Even yeah. if you're not making two hundred grand a year, mm -hmm. you know what? If you feel like you've hit a ceiling and you're sitting at seventy-five grand a year, maybe take on something small because that might be the push you need to get you to yeah. one fifty to two hundred to two fifty. That's 250 so that. true. That's yeah. so true. And I'm gonna say one thing. When I hired, that's a good point because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'm only making this much. Now I'm going to take a chunk of that. And I'm going to give it to somebody else. Like right. this makes sense. But again, think of the future. You're going to actually get to the next level. When I hired a person, like every single year, I have almost doubled every mm -hmm. single year. 
So I never went backwards. Okay. But I know some people that don't have an admin and are doing it on their own. They fluctuate up and down, up and down. They're just kind of like, you know, but, but again, but one key thing, again, I want to mention is that um, I don't hire an admin thinking you're going to make money. If your goal is that you hire the admin to take it easy Right. If you hire the admin to take it easy, that's okay. Just don't expect you to be on the next level, right? Because yeah. some people, I know some people, they hire an admin, but they really just want to like let the admin do everything. I don't want to do anything, right? So yeah, um, right. yeah right. you got to put more work yeah. in as if, well. If you're doing it for three extra months of vacation, you're not necessarily yeah, going to double yeah. your business. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's sure. fine. That's totally okay. I mean, you can do that, but yeah, just don't, don't be surprised. You know, that's right. Yeah. This is called level up. Yeah. Okay? It's not, it's not, <laughs> oh, level, not level out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Right on. Well, thank you, Natsuma. We really appreciate your time. And honestly, I think this was like such a awesome valuable session. session. So many people got so much out of it. So thank My you. For, yeah. I feel like you guys should be teaching it. I mean, I know you have your own <laughs> No, you've got... But, yeah, no, um, you're the expert for sure. We learned a lot. We're going to look for more assistance. Yeah, now. I'm going to hire. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's funny. But I think uh, you, yeah, I think you should. I mean, oh, one more thing. Like when they get overwhelmed, when the, that's when you should be hiring another one. Your next one. Because there's okay. going to come a time when that person is extremely overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to hire the next person. But anyway, yeah, there's yeah. a lot more. But yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Everybody. Yeah. I'm looking down to see like the comment. But yeah, thank you, everybody for I joining. Know. It was so much fun. Thank you, yeah. Katie and Daniel. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank you for awesome. everything that you do. I love these sessions. Oh, you're welcome. And, and we'll I love being on the learning side. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank okay. you. Have a great Talk day. Talk to you later. Take Bye. care. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,